Hi, and welcome to TFLP Microcasters. Got the uh, usual crew with me tonight. Uh, so myself, Lucas, and then I've got Christian. And Anna. Good evening. So, uh, so yeah, so tonight we are, uh, we, we've been diligently hunting. And uh, so... Uh, or I guess I should say Christian and I have been. And what are you talking about? I hunted. <laughs> so she, she so Christian and I's definition scale, so. of like toy hunting and Anna's is a little bit different. So like my definition of toy hunting is going to like five different targets a day for like a week straight. And Anna's uh, definition is going to one target one day. I have been to I'm sorry, two. four different targets. That's hunting. Yeah. Four different targets? Are you sure? Yeah, All right, let's see. I made it to a dozen, I think, in two days. Well, I actually made okay. it. Let's see. So I have, like, my normal, like, loop of five that I can do pretty easy. I think on... Saturday, how many did I go to? I don't know. I mean, I think I expanded that to like eight or something. So. The bunch. But what were you hunting for? Well, or, you know, the funny thing is, is we pretty much like have all, or at least I did, had all of these like pre-ordered through Hasbro Pulse. So as, as, as Randall said, that he'll just wait until March uh, to, uh, to get these through Hasbro Pulls. So. Yeah, and that's what a normal person would do. Surprise. Yeah. But yeah, so it's talking about targets, Earthrise. I found Cliff Jumper and Wheeljack. I saw Ironworks and Hoist leave with another person at my very first stop. And I never found them again. That's very heartbreaking. I found nothing okay. so far. But luckily, between my friends, there was an extra Cliff Jumper. So. Well, we're gonna talk time. about him. I Look feel like Ironworks has been the one to kind of like has been the one I found the most. I guess I guess Wheeljack too, but it may just be. I mean, it's very small sample size because I think we're talking was it three targets? I think I've seen it in. So you guys are way more west than I am, so you'll get stuff before I will generally. Anyway, true. So like if I go hunt this weekend, and I probably won't. But if I do, I'd probably be able to find them then. Yeah. Well, my people are just supposed to ship on the first, so it's two more weeks. It's not a big deal. It was just right. nice to be able to do, do that kind of hunt again. I don't yeah. do it very often because there's never anything to get. But you can always do it at the beginning of a line. Plus, I just moved here recently, so it was nice to kind of get a feel for the area. Yeah, I it was, might. It's fun. Good weekend. I might hunt a little more this weekend. And, like, my version of Haunt, which is actually go to Target. I had fun. I did find one Target that didn't sell toys. That was not fun. Well, at least you know never to go to that Target ever again. I do. It's an important thing to know. It is an important thing to know. I actually went to that Target twice. The first that they closed at 10 instead of 11, so I made it after they closed. And then I went back on Saturday, and uh, so I made two trips to that Target with a toy. Oh, <laughs> man, that's rough. 
So Randall asked if um, if Ironworks is a shelf warmer, and I feel that if we say that out loud, people are going to tell us it's far too early to make that conclusion. So, so Ironworks shouldn't be a shelf warmer. He's the most awesome figure in the wave. But see, that's the thing. I I get the feeling, and you know, I don't go to stores that often. Like I pretty much don't like. I don't like spending the time to go to the store and look for stuff unless I'm specifically going for something or I need to get food, um, which I mostly order online as well. So I don't go to stores nearly as often as you guys, but it seemed like the toys that stuck around the worst were the um, the take-apart guys. The weaponizers? Sure. Yeah. No, I, I, I agree with that. I, I feel like the... Um, Gosh, which which one? The one that goes uh, six gun, I feel like is still shelf warming. Like I still have them on there, but because there's a couple places you can get six gun for ten bucks right now on clearance. When I see siege, it's not very often in my stores here. I think I saw probably hound the most. Our targets currently have about a million thundercrackers. Not surprising. Yeah, there's awesome a fair amount of those. I I feel I like actually the, saw some sound waves. I hadn't seen those in the really. Somebody's some looking waves. for sound wave. I can't remember who. It might be Tony. Oh, well, it was at the very farthest one from me. Mm. Um. Well, anyway, I feel like the leaders are like the worst shelf warmers. I don't know about you, but there are like a million leaders by and like that that shock wave. I feel like it's like never going to go away, especially since the DCPI for Earthrise is the same. So like they never actually went on clearance at Target. Right. Yeah, the Shockwave is probably a bad one to be on the shelves for a while. And then um, I feel like the Magnus was shelf warming, but those mostly aren't around here anymore. Anyway, I saw I saw a lot of Magnus. We're here to talk about a new toy. When, when I went to those, well, you know, you gotta build up to it, Anna. You know, we gotta ha- kind of have this. Uh, Whatever. Show we usually go an hour. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, so, so cliff jumper. So cliff jumper has been cliff kind jump. of like the controversial figure in the line because essentially they're selling a Legends figure at the deluxe price point and throwing some accessories with them. So it's kind of like what Masterpiece is doing now where they jack up the price and, you know, put accessories in and, like, here you go. I do want to talk about the, the legends-ness of this figure when we get to him. And the so, show, you want to talk about that now? I mean, we're to him. We're going to talk okay, about cool. it. Yeah. Because we're going to do him cool. first and then talk about favorite clip jumpers. Is that what we're going to do? Yes. Are we not even going to bother with favorite club jumper? Because everyone's favorite club jumper is just clearly this one. So, everyone says this is a Legends figure, and I really wish I had gone into my Titans box and gotten Bumblebee out to compare. This is a lot more intricate than a Legends figure. It's the same size, and the size is a problem. But I think enough of the engineering went into it to make it about worth the price. The thing that we have to consider with this figure and this wave is something we haven't had to consider with classic stuff before. And it's that they're, they're pricing the wave. They're not necessarily pricing the figures in the wave. So it's an $80 set of four 
as opposed to a $20 one figure. We see it in Studio Series a lot, and we saw it a couple times in the uh, thrilling 30 days of Generations, but we haven't seen it too much since then. This is a very clear example. Like, Hoist is really tall, and Ironworks is full of paint, it looks like. I haven't seen him yet. So, Cliff Jumper got the short end of the stick, literally, because he's shorter than everybody else. Well, yeah, that, you know, that's the thing I think is everything. interesting is is because there's been, at least in the Facebook groups that that I frequent, it seems like there's been a lot of complaining about it. But I don't feel like people complain at all about studio series. And I don't know what, why that is that, like, you know, because there's a lot of smaller figures, like Jazz is an example, um, like Randall mm-hmm. said. And I think there's a couple others that are pretty small figures and yes. I, I just don't, I don't feel like I hear people complaining. But I mean, most of those have been well done. Uh, the the smaller ones, so. And I think Cliff Jumper follows that tradition. It's just not a, a pricing structure we've seen in this line before. I mean, this Warp Cybertron line, obviously not Earthrise because it just came out. But uh, yeah, it's eighty dollars for the four figures instead of twenty dollars for each figure. Because if you did each figure, this is probably a. You know, thirteen dollar figure. Ironworks is probably twenty two. Hoist is probably like twenty five. Wheeljack seems about right. That's yeah, funny. yeah. Wheeljack is probably about twenty. So, but we put those all together and average them across one uh, price point. They're twenty bucks each. So you know, as of right now, and like I guess I shouldn't give this away because we should like build up to it or whatever. But as of right now, this is the only Earthrise Deluxe I own from this wave because I'm not, I, I currently have Ironworks, but I may or may not send it to Christian if he's having trouble finding it. Um, but, um, you know, I haven't found Hoist yet. I plan to get him probably, and I don't plan to get Willjack. If this was the only Earthrise figure I bought from the wave, you know, from the $80 wave instead of the single $20 figure... I personally have zero regrets. Like, I'm happy enough with the level of engineering, detail, and everything else that went into this figure as compared to other things I own at similar price points that this just doesn't bother me. Like, it would bother me if I got it home and it would have had the engineering and detail level of the Titans Returns Legends figures. If it would have been like that beachcomber that I currently have for sale, um... (laughs) with no feet and big gaps and limited articulation, then, yeah, I would be super unhappy right now. But since it's not, since it's the detail and the intricacy of at least the deluxe figure, I'm happy with it. I think it's just fine. Yeah, I, I agree. It's it's not a Legends figure. It's not really. short, 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 short deluxe. So it, it looks bad on the surface, but once you actually have it, it's a rather good toy. Well, yeah, I think the, I the other controversy about the figure in general is the parts forming piece, the shield, quote unquote, that uh, yeah, that comes with them. That's, the, that's part of the thing, too. So, um, yeah, so no one has theirs in car mode right now, right? No, not right now. That happened. We can we can talk about the the car mode first though because I like to. Oh well, can we wait till like we transform it into car mode? If one yeah. of you wants to, I'm not transforming it. Yeah, we need it. <laughs> I'll transform it. Yeah, 
perform things on camera. I don't do anything on camera. I talk. I'm not talking on camera. I'm just doing it. So the one thing I'll say about um, this guy in general, one annoyance I have is, is why did they not put an Autobot symbol on his chest? Like, so when you transform him, like, it transforms kind of like it, the, um, flips up like that. And then there's an Autobot symbol on the hood, right? Right. But, like, why not put it on his roof so that way he act because, like, now he, he doesn't actually have an Autobot symbol. And so then if I put an Autobot symbol here, then it looks stupid because I would have two Autobot symbols on there. So, like, that's kind of my one complaint about the figure that I, I wish was a little bit different. Maybe we'll um, get a multi-pack version like they did with Impactor. That's the Septicon Cliff Jumper. Yo, oh my god, that would that would kill Nick. That would be amazing. They have, Hasbro has a rule about Decepticon Cliff Jumper. What now? What's the rule? So back in Animated, when they were considering the traitor arc, and sorry if I'm spoiling this for an 11 year old show or 12 year old show, but. Uh, they, uh, Wyatt, Derek J. 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 Wyatt had considered Cliffjumper to be the traitor that ended up being um, Shockwave Longarm and mm-hmm. Hasbro said no, Cliffjumper can never be the traitor Interesting Is that because I think it's because of his, his G1 episode with Mirage I was going to say, because one of his yeah. iconic G1 episodes is him being paranoid about a traitor Yep So, so he can character. never be Cliffjumper yeah, you, that, I mean, you that say that, sense. and then then it happens. Get the Decepticon symbol close to her. So I'm um, in vehicle mode now, except for the shield, and this is what he looks like. But the so the one thing I'll say is is that there is uh, the transformation. I feel like that there's a fair amount of um, third party in it, or like masterpiece. Like it kind of reminds me of it. Um, with, with some of the, just like the way that the feet transform um, and the way the chest does and all that, it kind of reminds me. It, it's kind of like a, I don't know. I, I feel like a lot of the uh, studio series and Siege figures like seem to take some of their engineering from some of the older third-party masterpiece. So. so let's talk about this parts forming real fast since we started talking about it. Yeah. So, you know, this is the hood part and they both have theirs transformed into pseudo cars now without backs. And if you don't put the back on Cliff Jumper, that is what his back looks like. Right? So he's rather hollow, his yeah. back doesn't look too good, his side view doesn't look too great. And he can hold it as a shield, but suddenly you have a kind of like hollow, thin looking figure instead of a kind of I don't know, girthy figure. Girthy. Like his normal configuration, he is He's stout looking. And honestly, I think the the part going on his back as a robot honestly makes him complete, where he looks incomplete with it off. That's what I think, at least. I don't like him without it on. Um, yeah. So that did kind of, you know, that makes him a parts forming figure. Where a lot of people are really surprised that just a little car guy ended up being a parts forming figure. Because typically it's the more complex things that end up with um, parts forming. But he has it. 
I don't know. I don't mind it like that much myself. Like I, I feel like it. It you know having the shield there. It's it's not bad. Like I don't know. I I, I think it was a decent way to do it. Um, I I I don't know. I don't I don't hate it as much, but I'm also not like one of these people. Like I know there's some people that are really upset about that. I just don't really care that much. Some people just won't deal with parts forming. You know, I have a friend who just, like, when there's parts forming involved, he's just like, I'm out. Even if it's a really good figure otherwise. And I totally understand that, um, you know, that's something you don't want in your Transformers. But I personally don't mind the parts forming part. I do mind how large of a chunk of him there is that doesn't move at all. Just because this entire car back end you know, doesn't move or transform or change. It just comes off and pops back on. And I think that it would improve him if there is a little more of a transformation in that part. It's not that terrible, though. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think it's his back and all that. I mean, I feel like there's pretty much been a trend that if uh, there's one part that severs the back, but... It doesn't look good as a shield, though. No. no, I mean, it doesn't. But you know what? It's technically a shield. So, um, the the one yeah, thing I will I say is, is I absolutely love the accessories. Like, I think, like, my fa- one of my favorite parts about this figure is those accessories. Like, I think that it fits so well on the car. Like, I think if, if you could see, like, it has little skis for the front. It has the little back part uh, that clips on to the bottom here. And then, uh, like, the bazooka kind of breaks apart to, like, two big guns that go on the sides. Like, I, they, I just think... They're modeled perfect for his glass gas guns, by the way. Yep. And they feature cool paint wearing if you use them at all. Yeah. <laughs> I don't <laughs> think mine have done... I don't think mine's really done yeah. that. Mine's already worn off. But, but, um, but what I was going to say is, is, I feel like, okay, so I've had... A couple different third-party cliff jumpers. Like I had the uh, the Ace Toys one, which was kind of hot garbage, and then the MMC one. And like with those, the accessories that came with it, I I kind of felt like I just wanted to like leave them in the box or whatever, like put them to the side. With the accessories that come with the Siege figure, I, or not or Earthrise, um, I feel like I. You know, I want to just keep playing with it. Like, I want to keep splitting the bazooka apart to a couple different guns. Um, I want to put them on, <clears throat> you know, the car mode is like the accessories and whatnot. And so, I, I don't know. I really, really like the, um, you know, this bazooka thing. I think it, they did a really cool job on it. I agree. It matches his bazooka gun from More Than Meets the Eye, the episode. And it breaks apart in the glass gas guns, like I mentioned before. I think it's Two fine. iconic weapons. I think it is just fine the way it is. And I think it's fun. I don't think that the um, this part coming off to go on the bottom of the car, like, I really like the way it connects to the bottom of the car, but it isn't anything when it goes on the bottom of the car. I get yeah, that it's, it's like a back ski or something. I think it's, yeah. just, a, I, I think it's just to balance things out. At worst, it's storage, and that's fine. Yeah, it's fine. It's definitely the weakest piece of it all, though. It is. It is. Tony was asking about whether or not a third party would make horns for the hood. 
I mean, we could see it. Like, I know there's there's been a lot of companies that have been pumping out accessories for Siege and Earthrise. Like, I feel like that's kind of like a big thing now where, you know, they've been 3D printing or doing like a, you know, uh, the molding or whatever for the parts, like, and pumping the stuff out. I don't think yeah. I need horns on the hood for my G1 clip jumper. Yeah, that wouldn't be exactly correct, but that's okay. I mean, yeah, it's just... the, the color red they used is, is spot on. They yeah. match the molding and the paint yeah, no, color the red is pretty nice. well. I feel like he has a... Like, I mean, I'm not even sure where the paint is and isn't on this figure, but I feel like he has the right amount of paint. I just don't really feel like there's any details missing. And something that I'm just kind of noticing now is I feel like, I guess it's a smaller size, but I feel like the, um, you know, the little details in the plastic, the, like, little hatches and chunks and whatever they put onto the robot chunks, robot limbs, um, I feel like they're less on him and less extreme on him. So it makes him fit better with my, you know, G1 style stuff. So I actually like it better. And no battle damage. Yeah, the no only... battle damage is going to say the same thing. No yep. battle damage. Yeah, that's nice. No battle but damage, clear what knows. The thing that's not, uh, that I don't like as much is, is I do feel like it's... There's, like, decent gaps, like, in the, the side panels and whatnot. Like, the way it fits together. I don't know. Like, it feels panely. You know what I mean? Like, the side kind of feels panely to me. I don't know. Like... Do you guys agree? Italy is a car. Yeah, a little bit. Like it's the first time that I ever like it was a unique experience because I mean the transformation didn't take long at all, but it was the first time I've ever like felt myself struggling to get panels to line up on something this small. Because I was just like, oh god, come on, go together. And I mean that whereas with an MP figure that struggle lasts for like upwards of a month sometimes of me trying to get it to actually sit together this lasted like 30 seconds but still it was like it was a unique experience because he's a little more panel than you'd expect for something this small love the blue windows uh, yep. i'll be excited if uh, they keep that up and one thing that like i have to say is the articulation i i think i'm the articulation person on this podcast so <laughs> i probably am i like to pose my toys a lot I like and, how uh, I like how Anna like somehow talks about the car mode when we have them in bot mode, and then as soon as I switch into car, she's like, "All right, let's talk about articulation." Well, because you have to do things in order, Lucas. We started talking know, about the but... robot. We have to finish it. Do you, right, want, you want me to switch to the car mode back? and do everything all inside now, out? Now, weird. Now, now I can. I'll transform him back. I guess. You don't have to. Let's let's talk about the dark car. The car is red. It rolls. I done with car. Yeah, there's not <laughs> like a say, lot to say. Christian? I think we're done with car. Yeah, yeah, it's it's red. It rolls. It's nice. It doesn't have an Autobot symbol on the the top. It's on the hood. It's fine. You can attach the bazooka to the top of it. It looks kind of funny. It does have a painted rear bumper. Not lights, but. That's more detail than we usually get. Yeah, it's not bad. There's some paint back there. Paint and detail on the front is nice. 
No, he's he's actually well. he's a good little car. Yeah, I think. He's, he's Porsche enough. Well, it can't be 100% accurate because, you know, then Porsche would actually be coming after him. Right, which we this don't want to be 100% that. accurate to the penny car thing, which would look dumb. So this is a good it, good compromise. It's like a, a Porsche, yeah. Firebirdie, Smalley car. I like it. It's something. I'm it curious has, to see uh, how many repaints slash remolds that we're going to end up having from this because, like, do we... S- Hopefully a bunch. Do we think it's going to be, um, um, oh gosh, what were the... Runabout and Runamok? That's what you've said before. Yeah, Runabout and Runamok. It's not Runabout and Runamok. I don't think think so so? either. No, because they won the fan vote, so there'll be a new mold. Wait, just because there's a fan vote means it's a new mold? Yes. That's the way it works? That's the way it works. Hmm. That's the way it has worked in the past. Except for Victorian, but even then, all of them got new heads. Mm. And a new sword. And new. Well, uh, they're going to get new heads. I'm not saying that. I just mean the transformation and the size. No. Nope. No. They're yeah, I, I think they're not. Now. It will be big figures. Because honestly, as far as, the, as far as the pullback thingies we got back in the day of various sorts, they were the big ones. So they weren't that big. Bigger. Runabout so Runabunk are not that big. They're not that big, but they're bigger than the other pullback thingies. Oh, okay, sure. The other pullback thingies are itty-bitty. They were bigger. I don't know. It's it's true. I don't know if it actually matters. Yeah, Glyph. That's the, that's the be... one we need, right, Anna? Uh, we'll have Glyph, yes. we'll have Tap Out, we'll have Bumblebee. We'll probably have Hubcap, hopefully Bumper. I'll take a moment. <clears> Really yeah, I just don't this know about figure, that, though. Like, okay, so when we get a Seeker mold, we get, like, tons of airplane guys, typically. Um, but typically for the for the Minibot mold, we haven't gotten that. It's just been a couple every time. Yeah, it's usually, like, one repaint. Like, Bumblebee, Cliffjumper, and somebody else. I'm still mad about it for the Lambo mold from Siege. I need about five more repaints of that. <laughs> I have to so talk I don't to Sean and get a custom. It would be interesting. Like I'd really like to see them go with, you know, since they're doing the comic with Glyph and Tap Out, that would be cool to see both of them get used. Um, yeah, I think I think we'll see them. I mean, it's it's so random to pull them out of nowhere. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Like, because I feel like before this current comic, they didn't always cover everyone in the comics. If they start doing it now, that's cool. But yeah, but to give them their own special issue out of nowhere. Well, who's the who's the dude that was in the beginning of the comics and and died? That's a spoiler. Oops. If you haven't read it. Well, I did actually name who it was. No, you just said it was a dude that ruins everything. Gosh. Yeah. I don't don't think that dude's going to get a figure. No, he's not going to get a figure. Glyph and Tap Out might because they're, I mean, we have this mold. Right, right. This will work for both of them. Yeah, the Valentine's issue comes out tomorrow, right? 
Yeah, yeah. out of C. this, we could get the two of them. We will definitely get B. Uh, we could get hubcap. We could get uh, bumper. We could get it any of the various weird South American versions, but probably won't. It would be nice that if B, and I'm just like, you know, throwing things out that might or may not happen. If B required significant retooling to make him a more round car instead of the, you know, rectangle car the cliff jumper is. And then they made, like, tap out the cliff jumper mold and they made, like, glyph the B mold so that we had a little more variety. And that's what they were in, in their original figure. So, oh, I yeah. know. That's what sure. I would like, because they would look Good. different than each other, so they could be better. I'm just completing the thought. Yeah, I agree. I mean, if So, they, so they Dakota's calling that Glyph and Tapout will be the Toy Fair uh, Pulse membership. Uh, like That's how fine. G2 Megatron was. So, Hey, Dakota, gonna... is it not going to be uh, a BotCon exclusive? <laughs> Stop it. We're not covering this. Uh, well, yeah, if it, 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 I, I will we'll say that, day. that would be a great idea for BotCon 2021 if, uh, um, if if they Hasbro doesn't end up doing it. So, so can I take my articulation now, please? Yeah, sure. Go yes, go right. ahead. Go right ahead. There, He's articulated. Woo, son. Nice. Well done. No, he has like basically Siege kind of set the stage for deluxe figures get to have lots and lots of articulation and a few of the deluxe figures basically had you know every point of articulation you could ever expect in a retail figure and cliff jumper actually is one of those he actually has he has the ankle tilts he has the wrist the waist the wrist swivel the waist swivel also the wrist swivel on a tiny little figure um he has you know articulated shoulders articulated arms elbows um the only thing he's missing would be some sort of full hip swivel he doesn't have that full one and his ankles only rock they don't go forward and back that would be like the only thing i really see in this figure he's missing oh his head doesn't move a terrible lot like it's not just rotate it's rotate and it's a little bit tilt but you can't really see much of the change when i tilt it yeah, that's true. But it's not. I'm not complaining because he's a tiny figure that has as much articulation as the best deluxes had in Siege. Yeah, his feet are a little bit large. Randall's right. So but they some don't look feet. like a car crash or a stack of pancakes. <laughs> I don't think it actually seems like it's that bad in hand. I don't know, Anna. Would you say, compared to, like, Ace Toys, would you say which one's worse, like, as far as the, the feet? Well, gee willikers, it just so happens that I could do that comparison for you live. Let's look at the comparison. Oh, I guess it's about... The feet are very, very similar between this and the Ace Toys. This one's yeah. feet actually look a little bit better because they're not quite as gappy. The Ace Toys does have forward and side motion, but it almost feels like you're half on transforming it whenever you move it. Because if you've ever heard, this Ace Toys figure actually has some problems. <laughs> so, yeah, they're really, really similar on foot size and the way the foots are, the foots, <laughs> the feet, the way the feet 
are built is very similar between these two figures. And I'll say that, you know, spoiler here, the ace is the one that I've been keeping as my cliff jumper. So when I got this guy, I had to start making comparisons between them. He's better. I, I just feel like overall the proportions of the uh, Earthrise figure are better. The I, I don't know. It just, it just feels like a more solid figure. Like the ace toys, for whatever reason, like the, the figure is made of like half die cast but it's almost kind of a detriment to the figure because it's so heavy that you can't really like get like good art. Like, yeah, exactly. Like it, it makes them all wobbly and all that. He can do any pose where both feet are firmly on the ground pretty well. Any pose where one foot's off the ground is impossible. Oh, Tony anyway. wants to know what you, uh, what, what do they say about transformers with big feet, Tony? The rest of their body is roughly proportionate to a human because a lot of the cars used up in the feet. <clears throat> he says it's that they stand well. They stand well. They do stand it's well. True. It's they true. Do. So, yes, he does have big feet. He does have good articulation. And honestly, I feel like he has a good side and a back view as long as he's wearing his backpack. Yeah. If you take off the bad pack, backpack, the good pack, he does not actually have a good side or back view anymore. So I think you should leave it on. Personal advice. Yeah, you know, that's the funny thing. Uh, when we saw earlier pictures, I thought I was going to want to keep that backpack off. But I actually kind of like it better on. Um, Does not look good off. I don't know. Now, I did watch a review the other day that was talking about how you actually couldn't put this thing on his on the side of his arm to have it be a side shield which you totally can. You just have to think a little bit outside of the box. You don't use this. You use these. And it'll tab onto his wrist. And, you know, oh, now yeah. it's a side shield. Like Let me face him the other way. But it looks kind of not great as a side shield. Yeah. It doesn't really turn out super wonderful even if you put it in front of him. <laughs> so I just don't like it as a shield. But that's okay because it's an option. And I think, like, you know, as a play feature, it's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't think it's bad. I think it's, like, if it's if it's a, um, you know, something they just had to kind of work out just due to the, the money and all that kind of thing, I, th I think it was fine. Like, I, I enjoy the transformation overall. I don't mind the, trans the parts forming, so. How but easy I would it be? To modify this thing into an axe, this part here. I don't know. Like, you just need one little piece to go back here, and it could suddenly be an axe for him to play with. Yeah, maybe. It's fun. Head sculpt's pretty nice. The head sculpt is good. I'll say. It's good. So. But, yeah, so... Uh, so right now, I actually think this Cliff Jumper is one of my favorite Earthrise figures so far. I don't know. I I like him better than Wheeljack myself. I like him a lot. Really impressed by it. Oh but God. there's that thing that that Lucas was picking on me earlier for is that I regularly pay more than $20 for figures that are smaller than this because I collect third-party Legends figures. 
you know, like I have this, I have this RC right here who is $20 if you find her for her regular price, but often you pay a little bit more and she is significantly smaller. So I'm kind of used to this paying a big price for a small figure and just liking it. It's a shock if you're not used to that sort of thing. It is. But I think what we're agreeing is that the shock is not warranted because it's absolutely worth a yeah. retail. I mean, I think that I'll for this, like, I, like, paying $20 for this or $50 for some of the leaders they've put out, like, I think that this uh, is a better yeah. value. Mm. I was about to make the same comparison. Yeah, $50 for Shockwave was overpriced, and $20 for this clip jumper is a little overpriced, but, like, you know, three or four bucks overpriced, not right. Bucks right. Bucks it's overpriced. more, yeah, I, I would say it's probably, like, a $15 figure compared to, like, a, a $30 figure that is, you know, priced at $50. Yeah. I agree. And like I mentioned before, with the price distribution over the wave, you know, he he's the least expensive one and probably hoist is the most expensive one because he seems to be the tallest and the biggest and the bulkiest. That so hoist two seems like it's like almost a Voyager. It's crazy because like, I don't feel like he has, has as much hollow as some of the other larger deluxe figures that have come out. So it's yeah. So again, over the wave, you get your money's worth, but in any individual figure, I think you're, you're coming pretty close to even. It's not a huge disparity. Mm-mm. Yeah, no, no. I, I would definitely highly recommend this figure. I think it's it's definitely good. And honestly, like I I would actually say that this wave of Earthrise may be like the best wave of any Transformers line ever because like all the figures are really good. Um, and the Optimus Prime is freaking fan. I mean, we haven't reviewed it yet, but the Optimus Prime is really good. Um, so it's, you know, and the grapple's really good. I mean, it's just, there, there's not a bad figure in the line. Not that I've seen so far. I mean, I'm not a huge fan of the Wheeljack, but I wouldn't say he's bad by any means. Oh, I don't like Micromasters. Yeah, I mean, but even the Micromasters, so like, we haven't reviewed those yet, so I guess we probably. But they're, they're better than the last MicroMasters. Yeah, so they look better than the like. last wave of MicroMasters, so whatever. Yeah, I really want to see that hoist, though. After playing with this guy and yeah. liking him so much, I'm way more excited to get hoist and hope that he is as good as this is. It's funny that uh, Sean actually has hoist. So he doesn't yeah. have cliff jumper, but he has hoist. That's funny. Tony asked if that Wheeljack is the best Chug Wheeljack. We'll, we'll have to tune in. We'll, we'll have to tune in for when we review Wheeljack, right? Sure. So that's fine. It's not an easy choice. It'll no. be relatively soon that we do, huh? Yep. I imagine we'll try to do a deluxe a week for a while because honestly. As I've always said, these deluxes are really where the action is on a Transformers line. Like, this is where the best stuff is to me. Yeah. Although, I did mess with um, Lucas's grapple for a minute, and that's really cool. I'm very excited for grapple. And Starscream <laughs> looks pretty good, too. Let's yeah. The cliff jumper. 
You know, it, it's it's funny that Starscream, like, I was kind of, like, not really sure about it. But then um, Chuck posted about it um, in the Facebook groups. He got it. And he was, like, talking it up and said the paint on it is really, really nice and all that. And he seemed to actually like it better than the Siege one. So I, I'm actually looking forward to checking it out now. So you guys know that, well, we'll talk about that Starscream episode. Never mind. Does anyone so. want to follow through with the best cliff jumper thing? We said we were going to do it, but. Yeah, did you bring your GDO? Boom. There you go. Boom, GDO. Did, did the GDO one come with that gun, Christian? No, that's, a, that's an Arms Micron Shadow CL. Okay. Yeah, that's look just... at his head sculpt. His head sculpt's incredible. Closer to default. Yes, that is closer to default. Mine has bigger uh, labels. Actually, yours looks like it's a, the G1 head sculpt on a prime body. You think? Is there yeah. more changes to the... Yeah, because this is a darker red. This is the same red hmm. as this clip jumper, the, the Earthrise one. Yours looks like the bright red. No, I think they're the same red. Okay, cool. Maybe I guess just, just maybe the lighting or something. Okay, cool. Well, you know, it's, it's lucky that we got so much of Cliff Jumper in Transformers Prime, though. If you watch that series, he has a very long, like, deep storyline in that deep story arc in, in that show. So important story arc, <laughs> along with the Bumblebee movie too, right? Right, very important I there just, as well. I just like this one. The blue windows got me. This mold is one of my very favorite molds of all time. So I like G1 Cliff Jumper as a character. I like this Cliff Jumper mold. Making the two together really worked out for me. And yeah, no, this thing is really good. Extra character. Did they did they remold that into anything else? Terracon Cliff Jumper. Hmm. I don't think they head. use him as any other characters though. And they should have. It's an amazing mold. It's so good. It's a good I mold. Think the first edition molds are some sort of like cost prohibitive way. Because remember, they changed from first edition to the prime robot in this guy's thing pretty quickly. You know, I would love more repaints of this one. I would love more more repaints of uh, RC, B, uh, Optimus, especially. That's my favorite Transformers mold of all time, is first edition Optimus. Viacon can go away. But the rest of them, very good. Yeah, I I think so. I think they're really cool. I kind of like messing with this guy because I, I wanted to grab all the clip jumpers I own, which have been on screen. It's just the GDO, the um, Ace Toys, and the new one. Um, I had to mess with all of them. And messing with this one has really made me want to go back and try to find more Prime. Because it's just like, why did I... Well, I know why I skipped that series. I was in grad school. And I have a lot of money. That's why I skipped that series. Another cliff jumper I really like, but I didn't have a chance to dig out of my totes, is the Movie 07 cliff jumper, who's a redeco of the new Camaro Bumblebee. I really like that figure. And I hope we get a Studio Series version. Okay. Yeah, I it's think a good, uh, it's a good red blue combination. The uh, the classics cliff jumper, you know, which of course was just a repaint of B, but 
Um, I, I enjoyed that one. I think that was probably my like, previous, you know, favorite one. Um, yeah, and I still think that really one's good. pretty good. So. This was my previous favorite. was my ace. I, I don't mind it. I don't mind the ace one. Of course, I guess, like, you can say that because you didn't pay full price for it, so... That's the thing. Like, I literally paid $0 for this figure. Someone threw it in in another cell just to, like, try to get me to buy faster. So, because they saw it as having zero value. And then when I got the, the lot from the person, I was like, ooh, this is one of the coolest things in it because I have a club jumper now because I didn't have any at the time. That's a good story. Thank you. Thank you. It was very, very articulate. But I, I must. I guess that ace, that ace cliff jumper is worth about zero dollars. You're, you're right. Lucas had the MMC one, and I messed with that for a minute. I just, it did nothing for me. Like I, I just think the MMC like, one. The MMC one, I think, is neat, but I think that he's like too scrawny, like the arms and legs and all that. Like I don't like that as much about the the figure. Like I think it's kind of interesting how they made it into a penny racer. But I think, I don't know. I think overall I'd rather have this. I never actually tr uh, mess with the X-Transbots cliff jumper, so I don't know how that compares um, to this. I know that one had a big backpack too, but I don't know. I had the MMC one for about two weeks and sold it to Duran very quickly. There we go. I've had this guy a long time, like over a year. Yay. And I'll probably have him forever because he's a little broken. Oh, there you go. And cost you zero dollars. One of his um, um, weary mirrors, mirrors, side mirrors, whatever yeah. those are called. One of his mirrors broke off at some point. So, uh, all right. To well, sum up how I feel about Earthrise Cliff Jumper. Mm -hmm. I think Earthrise Cliff Jumper is probably the last Cliff Jumper I need to buy. Like, if I'm looking for one that represents the G1 character in my display that's at the classic scale, this is it. I, I can't imagine that they would do anything much better than this. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I think it's a, it's, it's a good, solid figure, um, you know, for the money. So I'm, I'm probably not going to upgrade either after this. So I really will have to see. If they try to make a masterpiece cliff jumper, I honestly really hope they don't make it out of that bumblebee mold. Um, they didn't last time, so maybe they won't again. Right, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But, you know, if there's ever a good masterpiece cliff jumper, I might consider, but this is going to be a really quality holdover until yeah. then. Just because I have a masterpiece display and the disparity in size between him and Bumblebee on the display would bother me. Otherwise, I would totally put this guy on my masterpiece display and not care. Because I'm not that picky. I think he'd look good stop. there. I'll get an Autobot symbol for his chest and I'll be done. <laughs> there you go. All right, well, um, we I believe we should be having uh, Ouch My Wallet tomorrow night, so check that out on YouTube. Uh, TFLP on uh, Monday nights at 8.30 Central, 9.30 Eastern. Uh, and then, let's see, Cut the Tape's going to be on Friday. 
Um, and I think that's it. So thanks everyone for joining in and participating in the uh, chat. I know I think Dakota, Randall, Tony, I think. Uh, I believe I got it. Is that everybody? I guess everyone's participating in the chat. So thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Uh, thanks for playing fun. a lot at home. And we will see you next week.